a kiddie pool with a mysterious liquid inside that transports people to a random location. An area of land in Colorado with strange properties, including, but not limited to, attracting objects to a centralized location. Where exactly can this pool send you? What else can this location do? Perhaps our observers can enlighten us on this episode of the SCT Podcast. Episode 60, SCP-120 and 121. Why, hello there, everybody, and welcome to Secure, Contain, and Talk, uh, a podcast about the SCP Foundation. My name is Matt. And my name is Eli. Hello, uh, Eli. Hello. <laughs> uh, can you tell me something about the SCP Foundation that uh, maybe our audience doesn't know by episode 60? Why, of course there, Eli. Very presumptuous of you. <laughs> We're going to be talking about the SCP Foundation, as I said before. The SCP Foundation is a hopefully fictional organization that uh, goes around and, you know, looks at weird things and tries to contain them as best as they can. Sometimes the, you know, the weird anomalies, as they call them, get out and cause havoc on the greater world. Um, but they're, they try to keep them contained and poke them with sticks and do research and, you know, experiments and sometimes very unethical things with them. Um, but so, uh, but most times it's just we, we go around and we, they go around and, uh, you know, search for these strange things that just break natural reality usually and law and are just plain weird. You know, an example would be a chair that teleports and moves who knows that's just that's just hearsay though (laughs) (laughs) objection hearsay um yeah that's 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 pretty much it um and being being a secretive organization that does that kind of shit uh there tends to be stuff that is removed from their documents or at the very least hidden but we will clarify with uh, the appropriate statement, given redacted, data expunged, or any other terms they wish to use that uh, we will clarify. We will also clarify what exactly is being removed. Sometimes it's dates, locations, names, occupations, who cares? Sometimes, whatever it is, it can reveal something that they don't want us to know, so they remove it. Um, <laughs> but something that we never remove from our descriptions are our Discord, Patreon, and... Uh, wiki links <laughs> uh, to the actual documents that we read from. Um, the Discord leads to it's free. You can join at any time. There are plenty of people that have created accounts just to be on our Discord, and I, we really appreciate you. Um, uh, and it is a place where we just have we've fostered a little community of people who appreciate SCP, who are new to SCP, uh, but in general, people who are awesome. So thank you to everyone who has joined, and we hope that you do too. 
Uh, there's also a Patreon where you can subscribe to us, I guess, and get extra f- fun stuff, uh, including, but not limited to, um, uh, being able to sit in on our episode while we record, which is what one of our people are doing right now. If you ever hear us refer to Observer, that would be our audience that we are talking to. They're attempting to distract me right now, and they're doing a very good job of it. Um, uh, We can chat with them, and they can chat with us. Uh, They're muted, but they can type at us, just like a Twitch chat, but less invasive. Right. Uh, Oh, man. 60 episodes, Matt. Ah, 60 dude, episodes. it's crazy. <laughs> Thank you so much for letting us do it this long. Like, yeah. I'm surprised you guys have stuck around, but we're very thankful for all of you who listen. Yeah. We say that every episode, but we really mean it. We really we, do. Uh, we like every one of you. Sorry for the voice crack. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, Matt just fucking woke up. I just woke up. I do not care about this podcast. I'm a professional, okay, guys? <laughs> I, I go to the studio every day. And I work my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, we probably would have stopped a long time ago if people didn't show interest, because this takes more work than what I thought. Um, uh, yes, Observer, yeah. he hit the grind for this. He hit the um, grind? <laughs> Dude, I'm on that podcast grind, all right? Don't even tap me. <laughs> Anyway, thank you for being here and listening to our ridiculousness. Why don't we get to what you came here for and start with the first SCP. SCP-120 Teleporting Paddling Pool. SCP-120. The artist has been lost to time. Very sad. If you wrote this, please let us know, because we actually want to shout you out. Actually, yes. If you are an author, an SCP official... S- oh my god! <laughs> I'll that again. Okay. If you're an SCP... If you're... Fuck. If you're an official SCP author, like, you've written an SCP, please freaking... Fr- <laughs> please freaking come into our Discord. Please. I want to, like, talk. Have people talk yeah. to you i want to like do stuff i want to like th- like and then i want to look at your scp idea? yeah like yeah, that sick. might might do an interview um oh, like man. i don't know that could be really extra really cool extra content and we could we could shout you out and do a bunch of cool stuff yeah. i would love do to do that cool um that I that actually sounds really awesome. interesting <laughs> yeah it sounds that sounds great please reach out i yes. we will we will shout the heck out of you dude Shout at you. <laughs> shout, we'll just shout at you. Yeah, just get in our Discord now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. Anyway. Item number SCP-120. Object class safe. <clears throat> Special containment procedures. Due to its importance to the Foundation, SCP-120 is to be kept under video surveillance and armed guard at all times. Okay. Any personnel attempting to utilize the item without authorization are to be terminated immediately. Oh, Jesus. Okay. All personnel wishing to use the item are required to submit a a filed copy of application form document number 120-23 to facility operators. Okay. You have to sign a consent form. Yeah. (laughs) 
Due to the precise timing and coordination required for the efficient use of this object in an emergency, all personnel entering 120's building are to be placed under temporary command of the facility head's captain. Redacted. Security Detachment L4 and Dr. Redacted Research Team L4. Ooh, okay. Oh, interesting. I'm gonna predict that in the locations where this thing can teleport you, mm -hmm. they have set up bases. Oh, yeah, and probably. They, so they actually do physically use it for its property. Property, just like teleporting to like secret bases and stuff. So you have to be you have to be under these like code named researchers oh, like to so get in. Cool. That is really cool. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. All destination locations oh. are to be kept kept under surveillance and armed guard. Oh, I guess it's just armed guard there. Oh, okay. Uh, they are valuable to the foundation, but are non-critical. Any compromised destination must be immediately reported to SCP-120 personnel. Oh, okay. So there's armed guards there, but I guess there's a small outpost Whatever maybe. Whatever they're then? doing, something. Yeah. Oh, this is cool. We get to Sigma. Uh, <clears throat> distributed task force Sigma Six Puddle Jumpers was created with the objectives of protecting and maintaining SCP-120's facility and location outposts. All right. <laughs> it consists of one command and one defense and maintenance and. A maintenance unit based at SCP at the SCP-120 facility at Command Redacted Five. five oh, command, that was a, a pause. Five units based at the destination locations, plus five reserve units for these, and five units assigned to other SCP-20 related projects. What the fuck? There's a lot of teams going on. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of like. I guess it makes sense because teleportation thing. you got to be very coordinated or else mm -hmm. it'll be gone. <laughs> yeah, that seems important. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, this is juicy stuff. Description. SCP-20 appears to be a small 20 child's 20 or paddling. 120? 120, right? Oh, yeah, you said 20. 20. <laughs> I didn't say 120. Alright. <laughs> I always do that. <laughs> back, to, back to episode 10. <laughs> back to episode 10. Here we go. Hang on, I gotta plug in my old mic. <laughs> Alright, description. SCP-120 appears to be a small child's pit paddling pool. Uh, pastel pink in coloration with inner diameter of approximately 2.5 meters and inner height of 1.3 meters. The pool appears to have been fabricated from common, common earth plastics, but has shown itself to be indestruct okay. great, indestructible by any... Attempted means. See research report number 120-32 for full summary. Our observer just put in our chat a picture of what the pool could look like. And, uh, yeah, that's a kiddie pool with some fucking weird-ass liquid inside. Some weird-ass liquid, yeah. Hmm. Mm. Can't wait that to learn about been, that. That might have been the picture they used and probably either lost it or... <laughs> what's, happen what's happening? <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> the pool's structure and response to pressure are typical for such a pool. It will flex when pressure is applied and is soft to the touch, but has amazing tensile strength that cannot be permanently stretched or ripped. Hmm. What the... 
Our observer just put like a, a thumbnail <laughs> it's in, in the fucking chat. All right. I love it. <clears throat> me and the me and the boys when we're at a barbecue. <laughs> <clears throat> what is contained within the pool seems to be brightly glowing, colored liquid like substance, which seems to exist only partially in our dimension. It is unresponsive to manipulation by organic or inorganic means, but the substance ripples and shimmers systematically and regularly, suggesting it exists physically in another dimension. Wow. SCP-20's most interesting and useful property is, is used regularly by the Foundation personnel. Human beings, when alive, and carrying loads, including clothing, under 37.8 kilograms, are observed to fall through the pool and are deposited at one of 11 destinations. These will be detailed in an addendum. Hmm. <clears throat> the object will only function in this way if certain conditions are met. The subject must be genetically human. The subject must be conscious. The subject must be carrying weights under the specific the specified amount, and only one subject must be present on the surface. Hey. So only one at a time. It's not like a you can't teleport ten people in mm -hmm. this kiddie pool. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they can't carry too much. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Hmm. That's interesting. I hope. I wonder if they do like weight. I wonder if it's like weight. Like if it if it's one person that's like like above that. Or is it just like with a carry load? Or oh, is it... yeah, it's one person. It it must be carrying weights under a specified carrying amount. Weights. So I'm oh, assuming okay. that like you literally, if we're going literal, you can't mm -hmm. carry a dumbbell weighing a hundred pounds. But we don't know the limit. We don't know the limit. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> they haven't told us yet. Right, right. Uh, okay. Test subjects attempting to use SCP-120 while these conditions are were not met reported their feet making contact with a smooth surface underneath the liquid, but no significant effects were observed. Hmm. Okay, so that was that's what's happened. You just stand in a kiddie pool if you're too heavy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> SCP-120's main use is the is a potential means of evacuation for command redacted during a major emergency. Is currently stored at a maintained and fortified outbuilding of this facility. To inspect evacuation procedures, refer to document number 120-22. So it's a it's that's funny. They're using a kiddie pool as an escape route. Yeah, they are <laughs> actually cool. using it. That's really cool, actually. It's incredibly <laughs> cool. Uh, <clears throat> SCP. Oh, found log. I think. SCP-120 was first brought to the attention of the Foundation authorities on 3108-1992. A Halloween. Full, a full date. Oh, Wait, shit. No, not Halloween. Sorry. Wait, that's, Halloween. Uh, that's, that's August. August 31st. Damn. 19... <laughs> so close. To... <laughs> Local police authorities in Redacted, California, were investigating reports of missing children in their jurisdiction and discovered a report that the the item on 3108 <gasps> oh. Overwatch command okay. was automatically informed through unusual channels and a small team of foundation agents was dispatched to claim and transport the item to site 19 where it remained for testing over the next 2 years uh by the way 37.8 kilo, uh, kilograms is 
83.4 pounds. Thank you, Observer. Oh, 83.4. Oh, okay. So, so you can take light. a you can take a you can take a lot then, huh? Carrying loads under. Okay. Right. Double and then add a little. <laughs> right. Okay. Right, that's how you calculate that. Got it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's not too much. I mean, like, it, how much do does the like a security personnel has to carry a lot just because they are like wearing a lot of armor and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I feel, I'm assuming I feel they like won't you'd reach have to, you'd have to you'd definitely you would definitely have to leave behind like your weapons and stuff. Like uh, metal bullet probably casing can only take like one. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Yeah. Without armor maybe. That's like, interesting. Body armor is pretty heavy. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> it was transferred to its present location at command redacted in 1994. Okay. Hell yeah. Cool. Two years of testing. That's a lot of testing. Mm. To be fair, right. this thing is like <laughs> teleportation is dangerous. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like this is this is super cool. Yeah. <clears throat> Addendum. A document number one twenty seven. So that, that was so observer. Oh. Just just to clarify, that's what we were talking about earlier. It seems that the person's weight doesn't matter, just how much the person carries, because all they need to be is genetically human. That's what it seems like. They never specified weight of the person, just weight of the carry. Yeah. Appar I guess it I guess it takes in every person. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Addendum. Document number 120-7. Destructive t destructive test results for SCP-112 120 1993 Right on Christmas version. Eve. <laughs> the abridged version. <laughs> All right. Handsaw, thirty centimeters. No result. Okay. So handsaw didn't do anything. Industrial drill, steel bit. No result. Industrial drill, diamond bit. No result. <laughs> Munition, nineteen by uh, n nine by nineteen millimeter prab. <laughs> Parabellum. No result. <laughs> Munition. 5.56 uh, by 45 millimeter NATO. No result. Jesus! Jeepers. Munition. 7.62 by 39 millimeter. No result. God! Munition. 120 millimeter M8830. Heat. No result. What? <laughs> fucking tank fucking round out here. <laughs> Cutting torch. Acetylene. 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 Cutting torch. Acetylene. No result. Cutting torch. Hydrogen. No result. Cutting torch. Propane. No result. CO2 laser. Peak power. 100 kilowatts. No result. CO2 laser. Peak power, 500 kilowatts. No result. Holy crap. Nothing works. <laughs> Nothing works. Uh, document number 120-10. Detailed explanation of SCP-120's capabilities and destinations. 1202-1994. Abridged version. <laughs> <laughs> okay. SCP-120 possesses the capability of instant translocation of human beings possibly through one or more alternate dimensions. 
Subjects using this item are inevitably deposited at one of the 11 locations. These locations cycle in a specific and unchanging pattern. That's interesting. The destinations and their locations were determined through testing with D-Class personnel carrying radio beacons. They are de detailed here. Okay. Location 1, Pacific Ocean. SCP-120's liquid displays a blue glow while connected to this dimension. Destination. Subjects attempting to travel to this destination are deposited with an average of two meters above the surface of the Pacific, at latitude redacted uh, degrees south, longitude at redacted degrees west. A Foundation ship, SCPS, wait, SCPS diameter. Demi 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 Demeter? Demeter. I got I got so confused with this <laughs> extra S. I am so sorry. <laughs> Publicly, the USS Nessu, a meteorological ship, uh, is currently stationed at this location. I don't care. At this location, and personnel arriving through use of SCP-120 materialize inside the ship's cargo hold. Cool. Okay, so instead of being thrown into the actual ocean... <laughs> They're on a ship. Yeah. <laughs> Sensitive foundation material or personnel can be sent here in an emergency. The ship has provisions for storage of low-threat SCP objects should the need arise. That's mm. super cool. Yeah. It's like a... Do it. It's like a container ship. I fucking called it. Fucking you called did. it. They you have did. They have secured locations at these sites. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Should the need arise, <laughs> glass. <t> <clears throat> glass D personnel used to dial SCP-120 can be confined and extracted by helicopter or reused, or simply terminated with their bodies retained in storage. Jesus Christ! What? 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, it kind of kind of intense. Oh, uh, um, our observers are also, just so the audience knows, our observers are uh, letting us know what the rounds look like and what they are for. Uh, one of those was an anti-tank round. Yeah. Or not an anti-tank <laughs> round, a tank, a, a, a an anti okay. high-explosive anti-tank round. Oh my fucking god. Like, yeah. this is a kiddie pool! <laughs> yeah, this is a kiddie They shot a tank round at it. They shot yeah. a tank round at a kiddie pool! Yeah. That's like that's like the main animal used for with tank destroyers, I think. That's like the that's like the most basic ammo they use. God to, to punch through like heavy tanks. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Uh let's see. Original class D and radio transmitter used to determine this location were lost at sea and might have been to be covered in where wait, wait. Might have and might to have be to may have to be recovered in the interest of secrecy if they were to wash up on populated shores. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> this configuration of SCP-120 was a bird... Arbitrarily. Arbitrarily. That's the word. Yeah. I've never... <laughs> what the f... <laughs> This configuration of SCP-120 was arbitrary 
designated as number one. I'm having a stroke. <laughs> has no observable significance above other, other configurations. Mm. Destinations 2 through 11 follow in sequential order after this configuration and return to it after a full cycle. Okay, so they just kind of arbitrarily named this one 1. All right. Yeah, that's cool. Arbitrary. <laughs> <laughs> Travel by SCP-120 to this location is not advisable during storms due to risk of injury. Yeah, okay. Oh my god, Observer. Imagine you're walking along a beach and you just see a load, a lot of dead bodies in orange jumpsuits watching. Oh, yeah. Dude, Imagine that seeing like that. that amount of death and being okay with it. Yeah, like, oh, sure, what like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> god. Mm. <sighs> I don't like that. Don't like it at <laughs> all. I don't like it at all. Alright. Ooh, here's the location two. Alright, location two Greenland. SCP-120 displays a bright white glow while dialed to this destination. Subjects traveling to this destination materialize 1.5 meters above the surface of Greenland. What? Just at oh, Greenland? Right. <laughs> at latitude, redacted degrees north, and longitude, redacted degrees west. Right. A small facility was established here under the public pretense of an oil industry expansion. There it is. Ah, oh, you're so right, dude. I can't. This facility has similar capabilities used on the Dominer, uh, and is additionally equipped with an airship and refueling facilities. An airstrip. Oh, an airstrip. Okay, so they can get the fuck out there. Right. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Oh, that the... ah, that's uh, God. I think I've seen those before. Breaching charges. Uh, thank you, Rainbow uh, Six, for teaching me what a breach charge looks like. <laughs> 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 That's cool. All right. And also, with explosives you know, or whatever. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, so it seems like at each of these locations they have like a little base set up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Location three, L three. Oh, located at Earth Moon Language Point three. What? The SCP displays a deep black color. What? Objects and personnel sent through the SCP at any language point, locations 3, 5, 8, 10, and 11, are effectively lost, oh, no. as retrieval is impossible at our current level of technology. <laughs> this may prove a possible way to remove a small but threatening SCP objects for now, but are merely in an inconvenience and as sacrifice of D-class personnel is required to move the SCP to its next configuration. Jesus Christ. Oh my god, dude. That's right, because it has to cycle back. Yeah. It doesn't automatically cycle back. You have to just send... You just have to kill people in order to just make it work. You have to kill people to make Jesus it work, Christ. yeah. That's kind of... What the fuck? What is a language point three, though? What is? What I is don't point? actually know what that is. Does any Do any of our is. observers that... know what a language point... Oh, okay. What is the language oh. point between Earth and Moon? A language point is a location in space where the combined gravitational force of two large bodies, such as Earth and the Sun, or Earth and the Moon, equal the centrifugal force felt by a much smaller third body. Uh, uh, equilibrium of small mass objects under the influence of two massive orbiting bodies. Oh my so god. It's the, okay. So it's the it's the in-between? between Earth Yes, and... yeah. So in the Whoa. middle of space between the Earth and the Moon... Holy uh, shit! <laughs> ...where the gravi gravitational pulls are the same. 
Um, Whoa. Okay, so basically it, it's closer to the moon then because the moon is smaller, but mm -hmm. it is between the moon and Earth, which effectively means if a human did it, they They're would die. <laughs> yeah, you just... So... That's extremely detailed and cool, but also, yikes. Five language points for the Sun-Earth system and five different language points for the Earth-Moon system. L1, L2, and L3 are on the same line. Oh, my God. So, these... so there's just a bunch of, like, dead bodies out there. Yeah. <laughs> like, just floating around. And these are at Whoa. three. Oh, that's super cool. I like the super... I knew that because of Gundam Wing. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Thank you, anime. <laughs> Thank you, anime. Uh, Very cool. That's cool, well, though. Thank you for those descriptions. Yes, those are extremely you, detailed. You you could do this, too, if you were part of the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> in 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 Inform us. Inform us. <laughs> oh, okay. They did. Okay, that's oh, cool. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. All right. <clears throat> okay. Location four. The Himalayas. <laughs> <laughs> SCP-120 displays a white glow similar to when it was dialed to location 2. Okay. Materialize materialization occurs at latitude redacted degrees north, longitude redacted degrees east, on a mountain in the Himalayan mountain range. Great. <laughs> Only minor changes have been made to the destination. A digging of an 8-meter hole for disposal of D-class bodies. An overhead canopy for concealment, and supplies and tenting for evacuation to this location, which should only take place in extreme circumstances, because right. it's the Himalayas. Yeah. D-class personnel used for dialing are to be injure, injected with a mixture of sedatives and neurotoxin before sending to ensure a human death, ensure a human death and decreased risk of damage to structures at location four. Oh, a humane death and decreased risk. Okay. Oh, humane. Sorry, humane death. <laughs> okay. Okay. They don't. They don't just send them to die in the fucking Himalayas. Yeah. If they need to, if they need to cycle this one, then they they die. I guess they. Yeah. I guess they do. Everyone has like a body dump, and obviously some of them are just the body dump because so space is a body dump. That's kind of. That's a little fucked. A little. <laughs> little. Little. Little fucked. <laughs> Location 5, L5, identical to location 3, right? Because it's in the same belt. Oh, look, and there's that there's that, there's that, that uh, diagram of L5 that our yeah. observers have put down. Okay. Our observer put that. You can see this, too. Cool. <laughs> uh, location 4. I mean, not 4. What did I say 4? <laughs> location 6, Sahara. Uh, SCP-120 will, will glow yellow. Personnel materialize at latitude redacted degrees north, longitude redacted degrees east, in a small outpost. The need for secrecy renders this facility unable to house any significant SCP object, but is ideal for evacuation of personnel and documents from command. Huh. Right, uh, so that one just seems like a simple... I need to address this. Uh, I realize that they may be on death row. I'm not for the death penalty. <laughs> Death penalty is bullshit. Killing people is fucking barbaric. And I will not be backing down on that ever. Uh, I realize that they have, an, they have their own rules, and they do their own thing, and I fucking hate them for it. It's disgusting that they kill people. Uh, like, that should not be something that is justified. Uh, 
but yeah. I feel very strongly that people shouldn't be, like, killed just because they're on death row. Um, it's terrible, and yeah. So whenever I react like that, it's a very human reaction. <laughs> I'm a human. Um, <laughs> Are you? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Uh, I hope so. I hope I'm a human. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's extremely fucked. But yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's fucked. Dude, Saharan Gobi. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, location 7, Gobi. <laughs> SCP-120 displays a brown glow. This destination is located at a small outpost in the Gobi Desert. Latitude redacted uh, degrees north, longitude redacted degrees east, but is otherwise identical to the location 6 outpost. However, the expansion of SCP-120 Four zero two four post a significant threat to the outpost's operational viability. Oh, which one is right. that? This is. Hang on. Okay, it is a. It is a. It is a underground spring shrine in the Gobi Desert that has a lot of weird hallucination shit. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! So, yeah. Puddle. <laughs> puddle yeah, it's a puddle in the Gobi Desert. Gobi desert. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. Oh, so Look it's it. so it's like a it's like an oasis, then? Like an uh, oasis yeah, yeah, that causes good, mirages? Oasis. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. It's the actual... Oh, that's yeah. the actual name? That's really? hilarious. They didn't go... I didn't know that. I didn't it, know that. But that's, like, what it's based off of, right? The the the, the, the vision the of an oasis in the desert. Yeah, the barrage. Thank you. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. That's it's like an cool. underground... Yeah, it's an oasis, so... Ooh, that's, that's scary, though. Observer like sweats. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, location 8, L2. Identical to Location 3, although shows more potential for SCP disposal being situated beyond the moon. Oh, right, L2. Hey, uh, okay. There it is. Okay, okay. Okay, yeah. okay. <clears throat> um, location 9, Mare Imbrium? Imbrium. Imbrium. It's actually Imbrium. to Imbrium. Um. Uh. uh <laughs> it has a link. It sure does. I think that's a. I think that's a tail. Maybe. Okay, let me add it to the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a tail. Okay. okay. <laughs> this destination is on a relatively flat flat section of the Sea of Rains on the. Lunar surface. Through vast and expenditure of money and D class personnel, a small outpost has been established there and is considered one of the Foundation's safest locations. Wow. Okay. That's kind of cool. And then location 10, L4, identical to location 3. Location 11, L1, identical to location 3. Okay, so it uses all of those. Lag. Lag range, lag range points. Lag range, lag range points. points. Yeah, it has. That's all interesting. five of them. Yeah, it's huh. I want. 
I wonder, it probably wouldn't work, but I wonder if you put this on, like, either a different planet or something, does it still teleport you back to Earth's language point? I'm assuming that because they, because they, I, I was just, I would assume yes, because they changed, um, because they changed the location on Earth. Uh, I'm just, oh, well, okay, I see what you mean. But yeah, also some, Earth, yeah, but also some planets don't have a moon, right? Am I stupid? That's true. Do yeah. some, do, right? Some, some planets some, don't. I have mean, some planets are just some planets are just like dwarf planets, which they just you know, wander the cosmos without a moon usually. Well, know? like that that would that would be the thing, right? Like, so whatever yeah. location, it always transports you back to Earth because the Earth is the center of the universe. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, but it's like, I wonder, I wonder if it does do that because it's like, yeah. would it be, would it be, would it be good to bring this on a space exploration? Like, oh my like, god, and then. Like and just be like, all right, we we're in escape deep route. space. Yeah, exactly. We are in deep space. Let's go back to like the Gobi Desert or some shit. That's like that a kind of really thing. interesting concept, actually. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> huh? I, d I never even thought about that because like it's already used as an escape route. What if we just moved the route <laughs> to space? Yeah, yeah. What if we move the route. That'd yeah. be kind of interesting. Like, yeah, like you could just bring this pool. Like, why do you have a kiddie pool? It's like just in case, bro. Don't worry about it. <laughs> just in case we need a we need a relaxing dip. <laughs> yeah, just a relaxing dip in the in the in the in the, in the Sahara Desert or the Himalayas. Why not? <laughs> uh, that, cool. I like I, I kind of like that one. That, yeah, cool. was, that was a good one. Yeah. Thanks for listening so far to the 60th episode of SCT, an SCP podcast. I want to remind everyone to follow the podcast on your current platform, be that a Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and others. It shows us that people are listening and they want more of that silly stuff we wish to put out to you all. Also, if you have time, please make sure to rate and review our podcast on any platforms that have that kind of feature. It helps us reach more of you amazing, awesome folks. Anyway... Thanks for being here and listening to this passion project of two nerds who just want to talk about SCPs to each other. On with the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Item number, SCP-121. Object Class, Euclid. Special Containment Procedures. Containment Site-83 has been established outside SCP-121 to house personnel uh, dedicated to the containment of SCP-121. The perimeter of SCP-121 is to remain fenced off from the surrounding area with guards stationed along the perimeter at all times. Guards are to don local military uniforms and remain heavily armed at all times. Rotation of guards is to occur every four hours. Another pretty heavily armed <laughs> one, huh? What the actual what fuck? the fuck? Oh, are these things that we're about to see references to in the document observer? That's awesome. That's really that's I like those pictures. Those are really cool. <laughs> I'm scared. Two images I could find on it. The first one looks like something at a monster house. Yeah, kind of. And like the second one is like, whoa, a floating <laughs> house. Goes. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. I always like like the monster house aesthetic. Me too. Like, I used to yeah, draw it so all cool. the time when I was a kid. So cool. The surrounding population is to remain informed that SCP-121 is quarantined due to persisting hazardous material. Warning signs are to be placed every 75, 50, and 25 kilometers out along roads leading to SCP-121 to deter trespassers. That's cool. That's yeah. cool flavor right yeah. there. Civilians who approach the perimeter of SCP-121 are to be reminded of the quarantine and forced to depart. Those mm. who resist are to be detained for questioning. Yeah. At least they don't terminate them. <laughs> that would be unnecessary, of course. In the event that approaching civilians witness an active instance of SCP-121-1 or-2, Class A amnestics mm. are to be administered. Yeah, so... Yeah, if yeah, you're a civilian, okay. I'm yeah. sorry, but uh, you get amnesticized. Yeah, you get, you get, you you didn't see anything. You didn't see That's anything. a weird, it's a weird weather balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Any meteorological, meteorological data, meteorological data, there we go, <laughs> regarding SCP-121's anomalous effect is to be censored. And SCP-121 has been labeled a no-flight zone to prevent knowledge of SCP-121-1 and-2. Oh my god, that's okay. amazing. Okay. So it is a flying house. <laughs> <laughs> Five? Fuck! <laughs> Site Task Force IOTA-71, Home Wreckers, has been established and permanently assigned to Containment Site-83 in response to the threat of SCP-121-2. They are to escort researchers interested in studying non-hostile instances of SCP-121-2, as well as neutralize any instances that have grown to potentially lethal sizes. In the oh event God, awesome. of an attempted containment breach, IOTA-71 is to assist perimeter guards in the neutralization of the instance of SCP-121-2. This is so cool if I if I th if I think what it is. Yeah, like, I, from <laughs> these images, it sounds like it just creates monsters out of things, like buildings, and st yeah. that's so cool. Okay, any buildings within SCP-121 that developed into SCP-121-1 are to be recorded and monitored at all times for transition into SCP-121-2. Instances of SCP-121-2 that become innately hostile upon transition are to be neutralized. However, passive instances may continue to dwell within the perimeter of SCP-121 mm. for research purposes until they've grown to a size too dangerous to contain or become hostile, at which point they are to be neutralized. Oh my god, okay. too, like, too big. That's so cool. I love when it's like, oh, it becomes so yeah. large that we can't they, just take it anymore. It's interesting that they learn as, god damn it. <laughs> it's interesting that they learn as much as they can from it and then they neutralize it yeah and then they neutralize yeah. it yeah <laughs> finally jesus description scp-121 <laughs> is the region of land occupied by the former town of redacted colorado the town has become as was home to roughly 6800 prior to enactment of current containment protocol and holds roughly 3,000 buildings, both what? residential and commercial. What? Excuse me? Oh, God, this is massive. <laughs> I, I thought it was just like a little farmland. This is fucking massive. Well, considering how, how big they had to keep the containment area, uh, 25, 50, and 75 kilometers out, 
Uh, I assumed shit. that it was big, but not this big. Jesus. Uh, yeah, but like I thought it was just gonna be like empty. I thought, far, I thought no, this is. I like, thought maybe two to three <gasps> kilometers, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like holy shit! Clouds above SCP-121 appear incapable of entering an area roughly twelve kilometers in diameter, what? instead what? passing around the area. It is speculated that this is related to SCP-121's range of effect, but it is not known how at this time. Buildings in SCP-121 will sporadically detach from any foundations and ascend into the air. At this point, these buildings are identified as Dash 1. There's a footnote. That's so uh, No cool. more than one at a time, with three weeks minimum between manifestation. Okay. Dude, this is the... I... All right, this is this is cool. This is so every cool. like, three weeks, at, at the very <laughs> least, a building uh, will fly. <laughs> dude, this is just like a fucking suburbia, like unchained. This like this is just like a bunch of houses. Like, it's like a haunted <laughs> town. Yeah, that's so cool. Okay, <laughs> I gotta adjust it. Instances of SCP Dash. Uh, sorry, instances of Dash One ascend to a random height of a minimum of 45 meters. Regardless of the previous state of the building, doors and windows become locked, and any potential entryways become barricaded by furniture inside. Mm. Forced entry what? has shown an increased ambient temperature of roughly 35 degrees Celsius and a relative humidity of roughly 65%. But, wow. a lack of any further anomalous properties, instances of SCP... Uh, <laughs> but a lack of any further anomalous properties. Uh, translation for those of us who are silly, uh, 35 degrees Celsius is 95 degrees Fahrenheit, so hot. What? Uh, hot decently humid. hot. <laughs> Lost my place. Instances of Dash 1 will cease suspension after a minimum period of 10 weeks. Whoa. But may remain airborne for no more than 15 weeks afterwards. Just, just, uh, just in the air. It's, it's just flying for so long. Just flying free. <laughs> Instances do not show any abnormal levels of durability and near total destruction of Dash 1 upon impact with the ground is common. So they, they yep. float up and then they just smash down to the ground. That's what really, that's kind of creepy, actually. Extremely creepy, dude. Like, what fucking is happening showing that kind of automation in an inanimate object is scary is so scary dude uh, uh, seven uh. <laughs> after impact the remains of instances of sc uh. after impact the remains of instances of dash one will contain an ovoid object approximately 1.2 meters 1.2 meters by two meters uh, composed of materials consistent with furniture found inside the home. Okay, Whoa. so just a, a weird, <laughs> weird object. It's like a weird, yeah. <laughs> Observer, you just see houses flying high, walking down the street. <laughs> just yeah, don't worry. Da -da 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 -da. Dude, that, and that's Bob's that house. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, that would be so freaking cool to explore. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, uh, this is a great exploration SCP. This Super would be creepy, terrifying. though. Yeah. I don't like the image that, that is in our chat right now of the house with a light on. Yeah, the house with lights on, That's dude? That's freaky. Like, ooh. 
Uh, also, there's a footnote here in reference to the sentence that I just read. Uh, examination mm-hmm. of mostly intact instances of Dash 1 show an absence of previous furnishings. So it all just combines mm. into this fucking object. It, got it. It combines into like this weird thing that it leaves behind. <sighs> eight. The object <laughs> will begin to locomote on its own rec- accord. At this point, Uh-oh. it will be referred to as Dash 2. Okay. Okay. So dash one are the floating houses. Dash two are the objects that result from the crash. The the furniture that comes to life apparently inside of the. I was I was doing well in the first half, observer. Not gonna lie. And then suddenly I started talking. (laughs) This is so cool. Mm, This is really cool. I thought it was gonna be like, I do totally. I, I, I thought it was just going to be like, oh, it's just a farmhouse that does mm-hmm. weird stuff, but mm, it's even cooler than I thought it would. SCP, sorry. Dash 2 begin to form a conglomerate with nearby materials, including debris from Dash 1, flora, automobiles, and, on Ooh. rare occasions, other buildings. Other buildings? Dash 2 will continue to attract objects until it forms a body of material 9 meters in height, at which Jesus. point the body will animate and appear to take on levels of sentience. Jesus Christ. It is a monster house. Totally it fucking is. It is a monster. Yeah. Yeah, Observer, when I thought concrete cradle, I thought of a baby crib. Maybe it... Wait. Maybe you're not exactly maybe incorrect. Not. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like making these things. So maybe it's like like a cradle in a hospital type thing. Mm. Maybe it's like... Maybe, maybe, the floating, maybe the floating houses are like the cocoons and then they they crack and they let out the baby like it's like it's like a it's like for us you know it's like birds have their eggs like made out of like just you know like enamel and whatever but like this is like the houses are the eggs and like the furniture inside are like all the cells and stuff that'd be kind of an interesting way of looking at that matt that is fucking terrifying (laughs) right sorry so (laughs) that was the observer saying that not me also yes matt that is fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just had that thought. <laughs> Dash 2 may, at this point, begin to simulate ingesting other material to continue growing at a considerably slower rate. Ingestion appears to be for the sole purpose of continued growth, as instances have gone prolonged periods of time without material. Certain mm. items have been known to attach to Dash 2 instantaneously, despite size and the lack of simulated ingestion. Okay, so it is. That's literally what it fucking is. This this area <laughs> is a an incubation pod that Yeesh. creates that takes the objects in it, breaks them and turns them into monsters. Mm, mm-hmm. That's really mm. fucking unique. Yeah, especially like for being this spot. early on. God damn. Yeah. Like holy crap. I'm okay. surprised this thing is not more popular. This is really yeah, cool. Yeah, how how popular? 283 that's it yeah two just 200 dude that's bullshit jeez this is incredible (laughs) i like this one so far anyway instances of dash 2 normally resemble animals capable of locomotion on land but have been known to take Mm. on humanoid forms and forms that do not resemble any known animal i will say though it like it reminds me of like matter slimes you know something to it yeah like yeah like just just like here is a creature that like has to has to combine with solid matter 
to like make a form. Actually, you know what? <laughs> that actually reminds me of Venom. Oh yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> the garage does also feel like a meme. It depends on how often Matt puts it into episodes, whether or not it's a meme. <laughs> uh, what I think it, I've only put it in like one or two. Yeah, because the I thing is, it, it really does ruin my audio completely. Yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't like you can't hear anything when yeah. the garage is going. <laughs> It's kind of annoying. <laughs> they are primarily docile and normally do not display hostility towards personnel unless provoked. However, Dash 2 instances have been known to form with innate aggressive and territorial behavior. This behavior mm. has also been observed to develop following the accumulation of certain items, including firearms, bladed weapons, oh. and in one example, the taxidermy head of a bear. That That's is not cool. <laughs> That's terrifying, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, it's horrifying. I love it. Fadlog, uh, Fadlog. SCP-121 came to the attention of the Foundation with local... F <laughs> God. Okay. SCP-121 came to the attention of the Foundation when local authorities were flooded with reports of a previously abandoned resident suddenly flying in the sky. <laughs> the town was evacuated under the guise of a hazardous material spill and the residence was observed. Once the instance of Dash 1 transitioned into Dash 2, Dash 2 was quickly neutralized. Following the neutralization, another instance of Dash 1 developed, and the town per was permanently evacuated and contained. Footnote. Oh my god, dude. This, is this the... happened while people were living here. Yeah. Oh uh, my god. This is the only yeah. occasion on which the creation of Dash 1 was so closely followed the creation of an instance of Dash 2. Yeah. Observer. So imagine the picture, but with guns and the head of a bear. That's aggressively American. <laughs> Specifically Californian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Like, that is terrifying. Absolutely. Okay. Oh. Incident. Uh, incident. Incident. 121-A. On the, uh... Uh, on the 11th of April, 1998, a sound described as a muffled siren was heard for approximately five minutes. I don't like that. <laughs> An active instance of Dash 1 was suddenly subject to an immense force following the sound, causing the building to prematurely break apart while suspended before the 10-week minimum. Neighboring towns reported hearing the sound, Local press were informed quarantine staff were being evacuated due to a temporary elevation in toxic levels. The cause of the sound is currently unknown. Further research is recommended. That's terrifying. Uh-huh. What? That's fucking siren just, head. Uh, yeah, just a fucking siren, and then one of the houses that were floating explodes. Exploded. What, dude? Three weeks oh, following my. the sound and the destruction of Dash 1, the remains finally fell to the ground. Inside the rubble were remnants what? of the ovoid object found in Dash 2, along with traces of aluminum slag. What the fuck? Mm. What? It got exactly? shot! Got shot by something? Yeah, that's a- that's- I'm assuming, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Observer, but, uh, that could be a round, right? Was shot with a tank? <laughs> like, something. A projectile. Aluminum, because slag is only used in like a couple of instances, and it's like with forging, uh, mm. and with molten rounds. Yeah, what, what the, the hell? Fuck. 
Okay. Okay, so maybe maybe not, but hmm. 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 Okay. Interesting. Uh incident 121B. Uh gotta look up dates, man. September fifth. Is that September? Okay. Yeah, nine 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 is September. Thank you. On the fifth of September. Uh, 2012, a 1991 Dodge Caravan was found suspended 53 meters in the air. Internal surveillance at this time impossible due to the what? windows being obscured by what appears to be wool cloth. Further observation of the vehicle is recommended. That is that is something that we keep uh, going past. The the doors and windows are barricaded and blocked from sight. And barricaded by block, yeah. So there's something so the happened in there. Happening? Yeah, something, something like must have happened with the creation of it like maybe it was like maybe it's like a bunch of like weird entities like going in there and like like something went wrong with the spell one time and exploded like leaving behind like slag oh god observer what would happen if somebody was inside when it goes up oh, they, they good theoretically question. could do that they could I don't know if they haven't tested it doesn't oh. seem like but I don't, that's interesting that would well wonder, you're guaranteed to have them die by the way. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Either from starvation 100%. from ten weeks or from the explosion. A better a better a better test is putting like a robot with a three sixty camera up there. That would be you know? more safe and interesting. Yeah. Because <laughs> three sixty cameras just capture everything that yeah. happens in the house. Huh. We can th theoretically leave. I mean, theoretically, they could theoretically, leave, but... Theoretically, probably break, yeah. I'm, but, uh, like, that's the thing, though. Like, everything is barricaded, and they'll probably be commanded to not. That yeah, would... It would, probably, it would actually yeah. probably be more reliable to have a robot. A robot, yeah, with, like, with like a with like a fail-safe. Like, has, it like, a bomb or something if something goes goes wrong. It's gonna um, explode anyway. It's gonna explode <laughs> anyway, yeah. Why not, <laughs> why not just go out with a uh, pizzazz, you know? That'd be super <laughs> fucking cool. Dude, yeah, holy shit. This one is siren. Like, very oh. cool. Yeah, extremely creepy. I want a horror movie of this so bad. Like, just, like, it doesn't even have to, like, be around this place. Just, like, the incident of a house going up in the air, like, Bobby's house went up into the air one day, and I haven't seen him since. I like, do <laughs> want a serious explanation for this, though. Like, this, yeah. this is so cool. So cool, dude. Wow, jeez. Nice. Thanks so much for listening to SCT. Don't forget to follow us for more content in the future on whatever platform you are currently using. We will be taking more deep dives into more strange and interesting anomalies in the next episode, so make sure you stick around. Thank you to our patrons Eli Shoop, Valkin, and Noah Fox for being our loyal patrons and supporting the podcast directly for our Patreon. Thank you so much. We really do appreciate the hell out of you guys. Thank you for joining us. Make sure to check out our anniversary episodes if you haven't yet. They are extremely fun, well edited, especially the third episode. Um, so make sure to check those out if you want some extra content and you're dying to see us do some stuff that isn't the normal episode format. Once again, this has been Eli. And Matt on the SCT Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Woo, looking forward to Woo. it. Woo. We're gonna go in a floating house now. Ah, goodbye! goodbye. Ah.